my girl, Sasha. Looking good on the street. Bannerkin goes, change that rule so boys to men still kicking up the beat. Freedom of 1999. Seriously. Way, that's a sweet song though. That's a great album. What song? Freedom. There's a song that sounds like that. Mm-hmm. By Ween. Oh, really? For real? They're really? good. Excellent tune. Excellent. So good. I highly suggest you go check it out if you have never heard it. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite Ween album? Uh, well, White Pepper is pretty darn good. Mollusk uh-huh. is also extremely good. I'm gonna. I'm talking like a cool guy now. Quebec. No, I'm a big Ween fan, so I know what I'm talking about now. Mm-hmm. Well, I said Quebec their best. I didn't. Also... I didn't ask you to name all their albums. I just said which is their best album. The Mollusk. Wow. Cause my thing is done in my hair in place. Have I got a cute expression on my face? Mm-mm. No, yeah. I think Pure Guava is, is by far. Come on. Oh, speaking of hipster, you're going, oh, only the first one. Only the first two were any good. I no, used to I like them before everybody knew who they great. were. Their other albums are fantastic. It's just that if you go back and you think about what changed music at the time, I think you got to give it right there. Bing, de bing. All right. I think we got a lot to go over today. So we're just get off of Ween because I could see you're just about to start dipping deeper. So I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you go there. Welcome, Welcome to Forever Evan. Quest, Sean. Hi, hi. How I'm you doing? Jeff, you're Sean. I'm good. I'm good. I'm face face. You're. I am your image. Yeah. Yeah. Some may wonder if that's true, though, especially that's people who like keep track of how often we play. It's a myth. There's a iPad. There's a couple people who are mad right now. I had uh, one person when we played a couple weeks ago who was like, oh, my gosh, I actually see you on. I didn't think you actually played. I was like, well, we usually play pretty early. I don't know if you play it like, you know. 8 a.m. on Wednesdays, but that's kind of our style. Like, oh, that must be why. But no, for real, we haven't been on for a while now. No, it's been pretty bad, actually. To be honest with you, it's been pretty pathetic. Are you going to cry? I might have been sick again. (laughs) We got excuses, right? We got things are happening. Well, yeah. So like a bunch of things came together at once, as oftentimes life will do. And, you know, we made a... A decision. It was partly forced upon us by Purple Elf Productions. I'm not going to lie. There was some management uh, stuff that happened there that was kind of pu- pushed on us a little bit. They had to move headquarters. That that was a big piece of it. Headquarters yeah. got moved. Yeah. Um, you know, in the long run, that works out because now they got like fiber optic cable and all this crazy. And technology. tax reasons. They basically they moved to a state that's a huge. It's a tax haven for podcasts these days. Yeah, and I think all the all the money that was being made is on an offshore account, if I'm not mistaken now, too. Is that also correct? Oh. Yeah, it's on an offshore account. It's an island in a big lake in Iowa. I, I'm assuming that's what offshore means. Yeah, it's well, not... you didn't. You, thanks for that. It's not. Don't go looking for it, people. <laughs> this is not a mushroom quest. Please. Mushroom quest. Oh, speaking of a tangent, Sean, you remember when J.J. Geltz bought... Uh, he got the Super Mario. He got he was the first one to get the Super Nintendo, right? With the uh with the uh James Bond and everything. And he got the Mario game 
right? And you'd get different hats that would let you do different things. Do you remember when we were taking turns playing, because he let us all play it, and I got hit by a gust of wind, and the hat flew off my Mario and went in the little spot that was below the star. Now, this is important, Sean, because when you get the star, you leave the world. And somehow I managed in the whole world for the hat to fly off and drop right underneath the star in this little well. So it became possible for us to ever get our hat back on that character. Do you remember that? I don't, but that doesn't surprise me. EverQuest. What do you think about that? So, yeah, there's a lot of things to cover here, even though we haven't been playing. Because, you know, first of all, I want to... I want to just say, holy crap, we we had a white whale on the podcast the last time you heard from us. And I was I, I don't get starstruck too often, but like what? First of all, and then I always, you know, once you do meet somebody, especially someone like Tony, who's just really cool and down to earth and just like a, honestly a nice person, um, you know, you just remember that people are people. Um, but, yeah, he really reminded me that he was just he kind of drove that home to me. And I just want to say thank you again for Tony for taking the time to come on here. That was really amazing. I felt a little bit of a kindred spirit in Tony. You know, the when he started talking about how he like grew up a fat kid, I'm like, yeah, I feel you. I, you know, I, I grew up a fat kid. I'm sure there's some listeners out there too who who were kind of you know nerdy little fat kids. And uh, so, I, and then he talked about like the Rocky. He said every song from Rocky Four is good. He's right, Sean. I was so into Rocky Four back in the day, and I just imagined a fat little me and a fat little Tony out there watching Rocky Four and like being like, "I'm gonna exercise, man. I'm finally gonna do it." Because there's no easy way out. There's no easy, no easy, no easy way out. That's one of the songs, Sean, from Rocky Four, by the way. Uh yeah, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> you know. I, um, uh, there's certain, I'm just going to say there's certain things I can do when there aren't any guests on the show and there are things I can't, can do when I'm just with you and right. those things will always remain separate. Oh, okay. That's a good, that's a good separation there. Do you separate your food on your plate, by the way, or do you, are you a mixer? Um, I am a, I do, I do separate the food on my plate. Yes. Do you eat them? Do you finish one and then go to the next? What are you looking at on your phone, Sean? Um, I'm, it's it's something that was I have to actually deal with this. I apologize. Are you doing a work thing right now? All right. I guess I'm just going to talk for a minute while Sean stares at his phone. I think he's checking his IG feed or something like that. But I can tell everybody that the things that came together were I moved. I am now moved. It's finally done. It's amazing. I feel so much gratitude right now. And we've been here for a few days and we're just finally have all like the big stuff moved and we're down to like the little boxes and stuff like that. Yep. Um, feels great. And then uh, Sean uh, started getting sniffs that his workplace was going to go back to the full full time. And the last two weeks was part of that. Uh, so Sean has been working. I've been moving, not only moving, but like moving with family. So it's not like even at the end of the night. I've had a ton of time uh, just because uh, we've had family helping us and around us a lot, uh, but that's all that's all done now. Um, but then there's another reason that we got to come clean with, and that's the Vow to the Heim. It's this other game. We've Sean is still staring at his phone, by the way. So we've been playing Vow to the H, and uh, we are on the last boss. Um, 
why are we playing so much Valheim? Well, we started a second podcast several months ago to dedicate to Valheim. And now we have decided to basically wrap it up and make this like season one is going to be us beating this boss. And then we're going to put it on the back burner and wait till they come out with more content because we need to get back to our main focus, Sean, and that is EQ. But we have been a bit obsessed with let's just get Valheim done and over mm. with, right? Yeah. Well, it's I, it's an accumulation of things. I, I, it's not just the because I don't I, I don't really feel like I'm super obsessed with the game right now. I don't. I, I like there's many times where if it was a choice, I would play EverQuest. Um, but prior to that, I will say, and this is something I think we're going to dive into a little bit deeper, and and. and is that I felt like I needed to take an EverQuest break. Oh, the topic of the podcast. Here we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was getting a little frustrated, and we can talk about that stuff. But More I, I knew or less frustrated than trying to draft Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, Sean. More or less. Oh, my. Please don't go there right now. Let's talk about that <laughs> when we talk about that later. Do we please. need to come out with a bonus up of Let's Draft? Just to oh, let dude. everybody know the frustration. Oh, I've gotten over it. I've got, let's not talk about that right now. Damn it. <laughs> That's my job, Sean. <laughs> I, I got to get in at least 10 tangents per episode or else I have failed as a host. I've gotten, I've figured, I've, for myself, I've, I've figured out what my issue was, so, I'm, but we don't need to talk about my issues. Your issues? I, I've fixed it. I've oh, gotten better. But what about, okay, but what about your issues with frustration much, much with better. EverQuest and needing a break? Hmm. Yeah, so that was separate. Um, but anyway, yeah, so there's that and, and there is all the other things that accum- were accumulating, like the headquarters moving and so on and so forth, that it just meant that we had to focus on one thing for a minute. We couldn't right. do multiple things. And so that was the ultimate effect. But what I want to say about that specifically is that there's the, the community, I, I really f- sensed and felt missing it. And that and like, I know it's weird because I don't actually talk to any of you, but uh, I don't know how to explain it other than that it's just it's felt when you listen. I don't know that sounds stupid, but that is exactly the best way for me to describe it. So I I just thought we should do this. I know you're looking at your watch now. God, shut up. Okay, go ahead. Ask me now. You know about this. What was my upsetness about EverQuest? What? No, I wasn't even going to talk about that. Um, so I think it's important to take a break from eq sometimes this time like sean said it came together for a bunch of reasons but i also think just we were kind of dealing with the fact that we were playing everquest twice as well we had our p99s and our tlps and then you just put on top everything else and it just started feeling like too much so we figured let's just get valheim out of the way um because you know i was feeling torn between those uh those two different uh characters as well or because i had felt like i had the community on p99 but I had a game that was easier to navigate the world, which I found highly beneficial in TLP. Um, And so now we have to have that conversation about as we start looking at getting back into it again here, which we're interested in. But anyway, to reverse again, I want to talk about taking a break from EverQuest because Sean, I don't know if you've had this, but we played EverQuest for a long time back in, you know, the early 2000s. Then we quit for a very long time. And during that period where we quit, I had a lot of really fond memories. It's funny. When I look back on EverQuest during that period of time, I always recognized that it had some bad side effects, like those weekends where I just wouldn't leave the house. It would just be like a raiding weekend where like I didn't even really hang out with my wife. I just raided all weekend. That wasn't great, but I also had all these wonderful memories, and it seemed like during the break, those are the ones I focused on. Specifically, I remember this low-level 
character dwarf I made called Blargo, who I had uh, in this like moment in time when I used to live this, in this apartment building with my wife. I just remember doing these low-level quests on Butcher Block Mountains. And for some reason, that's just one of those images that would pop in my head and when i would be like oh remember everquest i would remember that day of doing those little quests i was early in my everquest playing days before i ever raided or anything and then i had all these memories of like getting into plane of time for the first time i know you can't quite relate to that sean uh as well as uh you know getting the epic and just all these memories that accumulated i actually looked back on everquest during that time off really positively and i think that's interesting because i've found that happened to me a little bit lately too is i felt like i stepped away because i just couldn't do as much of it and honestly it wasn't a conscious choice it's not like me and sean talked and we're like we're not going to play everquest for a while this is the way it's been going past couple weeks um but the longer i don't play the more fond memories i start to have about when we were playing and focusing less on uh the negative aspects um i don't know sean do you have anything like that like when you, you didn't play for 20 years where they're things you would remember fondly specifically oh man yeah yep for sure it was doing my i can't remember what quest it was it probably was my monk epic um on my frog luck monk and i can't remember there's this um there's this dungeon that you end up in and it's all sewers I'm never going to remember. Uh, it doesn't matter. But it's so it was just so much fun and get like getting down to the bottom of it was really difficult. But as a monk, it was not hard because you could just feign death. You could bring a whole group down pretty easily. Like it's all these stairs going down and down. Anyway, it was in one of the planes. Um, and I, I, I don't know. It was just so much fun. And yeah, uh, it, it, it I could do it by myself or I could do it with a group of people or if there was somebody there, I could, we could duo it. And that that part of it made it uh, extraordinary. Um, yeah, of course, what it always comes down to for me uh, when I know when the, like the metallic taste appears in my mouth, um, it's because I I I can I know I start to realize I can't compete with like the the best players. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just being I'm being brutally honest, right? Right. Um, and it's not it. Part of it is knowing that it's I couldn't even if I spent the time right. That right. that's that's like being brutally honest, but it's also knowing that I just can't spend the time right. And so there's there's the fear of missing out part of it that starts to happen because of that. And then there's also this um, you know just the, I get I call it jealousy maybe just like man I, I really wish that I was able in my life to have that time to play as much and and then be able to be a well-rounded person which so many of these people seem to be right and um yeah I don't know I, I don't that's where when I start to taste that in my mouth I in it for this time it was specific I could I could tell you exactly it was the epics that did it for me and it was just watching people get them and not even being able to get like a step done right and and knowing that it was because of time right and then watching my time compress in front of me like in the future seeing that this narrowing path of time as well and going yeah there's just it's not possible right and i i don't want to i don't want to start to like spend every spare moment just trying to get behind it, it just didn't make sense so yeah i think my perspective on eq and i'm guessing that goes into what you're just talking about now too also changes like as soon as i stop playing and quickly thereafter for example when i'm playing you start like dreaming of everquest right 
you start thinking about it at the dinner table. You're like, okay, next I'm going to go do this thing. And I got to go sell first. And then I'm going to do this. And, oh, I really want to grind this level out. And I think I'm going to go here. And you're just thinking about it all the time. And you're thinking about all the little things you want to do. And it's very all encompassing game. It's funny though. And you start thinking about how you have to do all these things, right? Like I have to play this character over here and do this. And I want to start a new character here and da, 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 da. As soon as you stop playing, like after like a week, it's funny how all that fades away. And all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, none of that matters. Like it's all mm -hmm. just pixels. So mm -hmm. like whether I get this or this or this done, it's all like pretty meaningless. And I don't have to do any of them but the game's fun and that's the reason I would want to go back. And so it's a whole different mindset. I think once you stop playing for a little bit, you're like, Oh, that's right. I play cause it's fun. Not because there's this laundry list of things that I want to accomplish. Yeah. Asterix, um, see Zal's episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, she said that to us a long time ago. We should have listened. Yeah. But I think it's more carefully. But I also think it's kind of based on your personality, it's kind of impossible to get away from. Like if you have a compulsive, you know, addictive personality, I think once you start playing all the time, you're just going to get wrapped up in that mindset. I just, I don't know if it's possible to just keep it fun if you're an addictive personality who dives into a game like this, which is why I think breaks are important to just give perspective. Yeah. Why I mean, do you have two boxes of MTG Forgotten Realms? What are you doing over there, Sean? I don't know. He's Sean's just trolling me over there. First, he was staring at his phone for 15 minutes, taking care of a work, quote unquote, work thing. And now he's holding up boxes of unopened magic cards in front of me. It was necessary. Uh, it was I, necessary. I, it's a big crossover for me. I hope you get the rare lands alternative art style that look like the old modules, because to me, those are the cat's meow. They're not the most expensive cards, but to me, they're the ones I want. I don't know why you'd want me to get them then. That's weird because you're going to give me what as soon as you give me that Tolarian academy you promised me before it went up 10 times in value then you're just going to throw one of those in for fun nope <laughs> <laughs> so sean so now to talk about mm -hmm. where we're at we just interviewed tony garcia yeah for me that was a that was a really big deal um you know because I, I still don't completely understand it, but you know, people talk about Brad McQuaid and they talk about Bill Trost. And then it seems like they talk about Tony Garcia. You know, it seems like those mm -hmm. three people were really a big part of the beginning. People seem to, you know, recognize Brad McQuaid as kind of like the start, but it yeah. seems like Tony is super close to that nucleus of where it all started. Plus people told me, you know, it was hard to pin him down and hard to get him to talk. So I just, I'm so grateful that he did talk to us. And uh, it's funny, you know, you look at him in Instagram and he's, you know, he looks so hardcore, he lifts weights and stuff. And then you talk to him and he's just so gentle and kind, you know, <laughs> he's very much that way. Yeah, it was really, I, I just I really want to spend more time getting into his head and like, you know, I guess I didn't really want to ever stop him from talking because it was just really interesting to hear what he was having to say. So, yeah, I would I'd love to have him back on and. Um, yeah, I really, I really want to get into his his brain a little bit. And to me, the whole thing about Tolkien and, and him thinking like that, and um, you know, it seemed obvious, but um, like that's super fascinating to me. I, I would love for him to just dive into more of how he came up with, and like anytime he was telling stories about, oh yeah, and that's that's who that guy was, and oh yeah, right. that's how that guy came. I was just like, oh my god, you know. 
the thing I can't get out of my head is when he's like, they told him to just like stand in Blackboro or stand in Quainos Hills and just imagine what quests he wanted to exist. So I could just imagine him yeah. standing out there and he's like, fishbone earring quest, you know, let's go. You know, just standing out there and be like, what do we put in this zone? And he was the person that they, you know, gave that to. We're like, just come up with some lore, come up with some quests, some stories to feel, to give this place some texture. And I can't imagine, you know. So there's something to be said about that. Like, obviously, there's um, some genius behind that. But also, the, I think there's something to be said about it being an individual or a small group of people rather than a large entity that's driving the boat. I, I really do. I think as far as ingenuity and, and, and like creating something special is concerned, I, I think we should look at that a little closer. I was also frankly shocked that he like played World of Warcraft a ton because I just assumed that there was like some type of animosity there because there was for me when I was playing EQ2 and all of our like friends and our guildies were leaving or even EQ1 for that matter and everybody was leaving to go play World of Warcraft. I was like, I don't care if this game is good. I hate it. It's taking all my friends away. And I can't imagine working at Sony or at Variant and this game is coming around and just crushing that you can't get some bitterness. But no, he's just like, no, I'm a gamer, dude. And it's yeah. a good game, and you know, I'm gonna play it. <laughs> well, I think it was learning too, right? You're seeing what are the things that are making this game. I mean, when what he said it, like the the modeling of EQ2. I mean, when you and I even said it when it came out, we're like, this is World of Warcraft. Yeah, this it looked, is looked a little bit like it. Yeah, no, it really did. Yeah, like yeah. All, all he even brought it up. He brought up the different ways in which they talked about how they needed to make it more like this or more like that. And I think he even alluded to the fact that he disagreed the way that it ended up in, in the right. long run, you know? And so, and I would, I would agree with him. It should have been more like EQ. It should have been like, Oh my God, this is that dungeon. This is that tree. This is those things. They didn't do that. And they lost, they lost the, they lost the client because of it. And he alluded to that as well. I think I don't want to put words in his mouth. So going forward, Sean, as you can see, I'm in my room now that I've talked about forever. It's a little, oh my uh, gosh, so nice. It's like a little five by five closet with uh, concrete walls and uh, I can put whatever I want in here. I got an ethernet cable coming in here, but I'm not it using it quite good. yet. It sounds really good in there. I got oh, some yeah. fiber going in this house. Uh, the internet's really good. And so I don't have it all hooked up yet, but I believe fast Anna's is going to Help me out with getting Twitch all set up. Uh, so maybe next time we record, Sean, we can actually do it live on Twitch and people could start to interact with us. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry for those people. I feel sorry. <laughs> they're going to so, see what these, they're going to see what we look like. So that'll be fun. I don't know about uh, actually streaming the game yet. I have a hard enough time just playing playing and looking at people's comments I, i'm gonna die even more which i don't know how good that's gonna be now but here's what i really want to ask you sean and i know you're gonna say both and you love everything but i'm struggling with okay it's time to play again what do we play where do we start like i have no, so many is, things this is, going this is, through my head and this is pretty easy for me honestly mage epic is that what you're gonna tell me no no but it does have to do with epics I, so I, I think we have to put the tlp down for a minute um for a multitude of reasons, but mainly because we the it's it's not that there aren't people to play with there, but the the real base is is back, and there are some there's just people I miss like way too much. And um, do you miss and, Gino? How much yeah, do you miss Gino? Quite a bit. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, just the way that that he pops in and like I, I don't know the, the the steadiness of his voice is right. incredible. I, no, I, I hear you. 
I think that like there's a lot of people I'd love to have a beer with, but he's definitely somebody who you know you were go kick it in his backyard and there'd be a fire and you'd have a beer and it would be a good time. You'd have great conversations. What about I can't even remember his name. Who's the chanter who's like way better than you and he's from Europe? X Wolf. X Wolf. I mix. Oh, yeah. I miss X Wolf. I mean, yeah, the accent, the always on point, like always saying something with a value. And just super, super, I'm serious. Like every time he says something, you're like, oh, God damn it. Yeah, no, duh. Yeah, shit. I guess we all should have been doing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So yeah. then do we go, because Velius is open now. We haven't even seen it. Is that where yeah. we go first? Do we, yeah. do, do we go try to finally get that level 55 or do we start with the epics or do we start with yeah. raids? There's so many ways to go with this. So I think we start off with raiding, but like maybe only once a week, just kind of, you know, here and there, just kind of get used to it again and say hello and. Not, not try not to annoy anybody. <clears throat> Good luck. Well, yeah, I'm gonna leave that one up to you. I'm not. I won't. I won't sing. I promise. I won't offend anybody by singing in there and ever again. So there's that. You can hold your hold your head up high for that one. Okay. But but um, yeah. And I think I would like to start working on the the epics, um, just kind of slowly, like you know, once or twice a week. We spend that time just trying to do something, uh, trying to get a piece here and a piece there. And then, yeah, some in the majority of the time, just leveling up in Velius and checking out the new dungeons. And um, that sounds great. Now, I got to say, we've been trying to finish Valheim. And honestly, it's been like half fun and half a bit of a slog because I feel like we just have to finish it. I mean, we just got to get this done (laughs) so we can focus on EverQuest again. And we're at a part that's very difficult. It's the final boss, and he's more difficult than I expected because the fourth boss was, frankly, pretty easy. So, Sean, I know this is our our EverQuest podcast, but what do you think about us picking a time that anybody else play, who plays Valheim comes on and helps us kill this final boss? And we do it as we do it with some people. Maybe Ian wants to join us. Maybe Run Don't Walk wants to join us. There's uh, people who are listening who play Valheim. We could be like, okay, Thursday night, we're going to try to kill him. Will anybody else jump on and h- try to help us out? What do you think of that? <laughs> Whatever. I think it's a good idea because I just want to kill this guy and he looks really tough and I don't want to have to do like three more sessions trying to kill this fool. Um, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. I, I'm going to send a bat. I'll, let's just put out the bat call. The bat phone, yeah. And and to the two most fun and uh, interesting uh, YouTubers out there. And let's see if we can get them to come in. And... Oh, to Sweet and uh, to Sweet and Level Up Larry? Level Up Larry! <laughs> All right, what if I throw out a message to them and ask them when they're available and that will determine when we try to kill this boss and we invite anybody else no, who's a patron I, to come join us or whatever. I just sent out the bat signals, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not stressing it. There, It's going to happen. It's on. All right, sweet. So let's yeah. put let's put Valheim on the back burner until we get this final epic battle set with okay. some friends. All right? Mm-hmm. Sound good? All right. Yeah, yeah. Which means today... You know, I got to, mm-hmm. I got to go and I got to get some house stuff done. You know, I have a shitload of addresses I need to change still. There's the, just the list of things I need to order a well. So frogs stop jumping in the window. Well, Sean, we're picking a frog out of our window. Well, and the, the poor froggies like every 30 minutes, I have this list of things I need to do. That's just a couple of things. I'm going to work on the list a little bit, and then we're going to EQ it up in some Velius. We're going to have to find out how we even get to Velius, right? I, are you seriously telling me that you bought a house without frog coverings on your on your windows (laughs) 
Yes. And I you bought, you wait a minute, and you bought this house in Iowa in the yeah. middle of summer without That's frog right. coverings on your and we get frogs down did there and you, we get toads too. Little baby did, toads who are just did you stuck do down any, there. Did you do any research on f- frog window coverings? They tell coverings? you when you move in. They're like, you're probably going to want to cover. And I got to do it. They're freaking expensive though. It's not like the ones that you get at uh, Home Depot, the little plastic domey things. These are different. These are like little manholes that are clear and they like flappy, floopity flip up and down, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way Eric can escape out of his uh, basement room egress window when he wants to. He just flips it up and escapes like a little toad out of there. Did you know that there's another thing that you can do to help with this? What's that? Saran wrap? Mm-mm, no. Electric fence. Mm-mm. I can hire you to stand outside with your arms crossed. Nope. There's just a couple things that you can think of that eat frogs on a regular basis. That eat frogs? Mm-hmm. Frog eaters. Like bats? bats don't eat frogs they might we've saw a bat on our first night that was sweet i love bats bats are primarily eat insects and or fruit okay what eats a frog um i bet a fox would eat a frog i bet a large bird would eat the crap out of a frog mm. and now you're starting to think yep what about I bet. you think i should get snakes mm-hmm. yeah take get snakes to take care of your frogs so just buy some snakes and let them go in the yard yeah and then get some chickens to take care of that <laughs> We're done with chickens, Sean. We did chickens. Chickens are not that much fun to take care of. For anybody out there who's thinking about getting them, I'm going to say, do you live somewhere where it's going to be a pain in the butt to take care of them in the middle of the winter? Are you going to enjoy going outside to take care of them in the middle of the winter? What up, Strikes? What up, Legendary? Sean, we got a new patron. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Not everybody thinks that we quit. We got Peter! Peter, Peter, you're not a pumpkin eater. Yep. Peter, Peter, yep. Yep. you're not a pumpkin eater. Peter, Sing Peter, it, you're not a pumpkin eater. Peter, Peter. Now you're home alone for a bit, right? Your family's out of town. Yeah, I am. I got two suggestions for you, Sean. First of all, you got to check out Virgin River on Netflix, dude. It's like a soap opera, but on Netflix. Check it out. And then... Please play on full blast um, the Rocky Four soundtrack. Uh, you're going to hear no. Um, no Easy Way Out. You're going to hear a lot of songs about how Russia and the U.S. are at odds with each other. You're going to hear a lot of inspirational songs. Um, and if you if it no. makes you want to run around your block or lift some weights, just go with <laughs> that. But be sure while you're doing it, you yell out, Dago! No. Mm-mm. No, I feel so. First of all, I, do, I definitely I do, this is n- not to offend Tony in any shape, way, shape, or form because I know he's into Drago! it. Oh my fucking god! But no, I'm I'm not going to listen to that soundtrack, and it's fine if they're. I, it's it, so it, good, Sean. Hey, look, hey, look, I'm going to throw another one out there for you that I think is better. If you really want to listen to an amazing soundtrack, oh, go listen to Batman by Prince. Oh my god. It's the best. Get there your you. funk up. Bad dance. Vicky Bale. Uh, Just go back Vicky and Bale. listen to that album. I'm telling you right now, if you haven't listened to it in a while, and I'm sure Sean, that most you're of you weird. have not. The Prince love can only go so far, man. Okay, go listen. Go, you go then. Everybody out here, let's have a vote. Are you, you go going to listen to Rocky Four? I'm going to. We'll all vote. Everybody, you and I must. We have to. And it has to be an honest vote. A real one. Which one is better, ladies and gentlemen? Okay, Prince, define Batman, better. No, no, no. Prince, I'm Prince not, is no. obviously a better musician. 
I'm going to let you, I'll let you define it for yourself. What better means that's fine with me. And you're going to have to be the one that holds it. Cause it's going to be out there. I'm going to post it in every single possible place. And I don't, I'll have everybody else do it for me. Cause I don't actually know how to do that, but I'll <laughs> beg people to put it on Twitter and other places for me. Yeah. Guys fast and create a bot and just post this to every social media. Um, I actually got to see a picture of, uh, of strikes strikes on legendary too that was pretty dope no you did not yeah what, I are, did. They, what are they sending you foot pics now what's going on over there hey uh, you know that's none of your beast wax man <laughs> okay well are we gonna play are we gonna try to find our way to velius later today then N- whoa dang i didn't even think about that mm. yeah, we don't even know how to get there mm. sean i think we're supposed to take a boat or something well i'm sure we can find some people who help us all right so later you up for it sure all right, I'll talk to you later Sounds then, Sean. Great. Okay, it's been a pleasure. We miss you all. Um, we're back, and we look forward to seeing you whenever we can. And if I missed anybody, that I'm sure I did. I missed probably a lot of people, but we miss you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you would like to hear more from Purple Elf Productions, check out Valheim Podcast, where Jeff and Sean explore the beautiful world of Valheim a new survival game which is hailed as Minecraft meets Dungeons and Dragons. Journey with Jeff and Sean as they try to survive the harsh elements, bloodthirsty monsters, and deadly campfires.